The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's important to give your body the fuel that it needs to feel its best. That's why I love Splendid Spoon. Splendid Spoon takes the work out of eating healthy by delivering ready-to-eat plant-based meals, smoothies, and juices right to your door. Splendid Spoon fits into any schedule, and there's a meal plan for everyone. They make clean, delicious food made with real ingredients and spices. Every single meal is 100% plant-based, gluten-free, and GMO-free. Get started today and save on an entire week of ready-made plant-based meals. Just go to SplendidSpoon.com slash for $50 off of your first box when you subscribe. That's $50 off at SplendidSpoon.com slash Hi, everyone. I'm Peyton Sarton, host of the Note to Self podcast. Note to Self is a space to embrace your unique qualities, get grounded, and ultimately have honest conversation. No topic is off limits. I began doing social media seven years ago, and since then, I've started a clothing line and this podcast. Note to Self is a place where people from every stage of life can come for advice, new perspectives, and to feel a little less alone. Whether I'm recording by myself or bringing along a friend, we will explore topics ranging from relationships and mental wellness to social media and entrepreneurship. Tune in to Note to Self every week for the sisterly advice you didn't know you needed and raw conversations you've always wanted. Hey, bestie, it's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Welcome back. Today's episode is super special. We have Angelica Ray on today. She is an intuitive guide, spiritual teacher, and healer. And today we are going to be talking about soulmates. Y'all, she's about to break this shit the fuck down for us, okay? Like it's the fucking white chick's dance floor. You know what I'm talking about. You know, X day two, rock up, rock two, rock up, brothers, rock up, brothers, check it. Hey, hey. Don't mind me. I'm delirious right now. Angelic is about to break down everything having to do with soulmates for us. I don't even want to waste my time blabbering on because you have to get into this because I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize. That's why I love this fucking podcast so much. And I love having these guests on because they just opened my eyes. And I love that. Okay, let's get into it. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Cami Crawford. And today we have Angelica Ray on the podcast. She's an intuitive guide, spiritual teacher, and healer. Angelica, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. And I'm just ready to get into some nitty gritty of some relationships. Yes. There's a lot to get into. There's a lot to get into. But first, we have a mutual friend in common. And besties, you guys have this mutual friend, too, because she's been on the podcast. Erin yeah, Claire Jones and I have worked together in the past. And, you know, I've been such a fan, Cami, of your work and what you're doing with the pod. And so when I saw Erin Claire on, I immediately texted her and I was like, how was it to talk to Cami? And she was like, you have to reach out to her. She would love and her besties, our besties would love to hear. Yes about soulmates, which is what we're going to talk about today. Yes. So today's topic is soulmates. And, you know, when you reached out, I was so excited because I believe in soulmates. But there are some people who don't believe in soulmates 
or at least soulmates to what we know them to be. I want to know from you what a soulmate is. Like, what is soulmate energy? Cool. Okay. So we have to like start at the baseline because I realize not everybody is super fluent in this language. And so to define a soulmate, we really have to start with like, what is a soul, right? Mm. Like that's an important part, point and, and place to start. And the truth is like the soul is that part of us that's immaterial. It's that essential part of us, that, that essence that goes kind of beyond this current time and space, this current body. And because there is that part of us, there's also relationships that come into play that are congruent with that part of us. So they might transcend this lifetime, this current time and space as we're experiencing it. And that's really how I see a soulmate. It's any relationship, any connection that you have that is not just defined or limited to this like current narrow life experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, if you're one of those people, I don't think we have many of these kinds of listeners on the podcast, but like if you don't believe in like soul energy that lives on, I don't really know what to tell you. Like, I feel like that I you can have a dog that you're like, this dog has been here before. Like this dog was my previous dog. Like if you can believe in that, I think that you could believe that humans experience the same thing. And like, I'm Christian, I'm religious, I guess, to in my own way. And I grew up that way. But like, I believe in reincarnation. I believe in like souls living multiple lives. And like, I, I believe in that. I, but I don't feel like you have to believe in that to believe in soulmates necessarily. I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like some people are just like, no, like this is the only life that we live. And then you experience what you experience and then you move on. But you can't negate that. Like there are people that I have met in my life where I'm like, I've known you before. Like this is not my first time. Like when you have that just instant connection with someone to me, that's like what soul recognition energy is. Yes. Nailed it. Exactly. And if you're someone who doesn't necessarily like identify with this idea of the soul or like a connection beyond, I think we can all kind of understand or have had the experience where there's just some people that the energy is just different. Mm -hmm. There's just something there that is different than your ordinary, like Joe Schmo in the grocery store. And maybe if this language doesn't resonate for you, then just kind of put it in that context about the reasons or the different types of connections that we have just as we go about our everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. And I also believe that you can have more than one soulmate. We're going to talk about it. Yes. And I also (laughs) believe, and I've heard, I don't know if it was in Cosmo, if it was like a legitimate source, not to say Cosmo's not legit because back in the nineties, it definitely was. But I've heard that you don't always or usually end up with your soulmate. That's big facts. That's and true. For sure. Absolutely. And but if you go by this, this idea that we have many different soulmates and there's different types of soulmates, then it would stand to reason that maybe we're not going to end up in a romantic relationship with everybody that is our soulmate. Yeah, because you don't have to be in a romantic relationship with your soulmate. My best friends are my soulmates. My bitches, they're my soulmates. Like Like, Maddie said in Euphoria, bitch, you're my soulmate. That's my soulmates are my friends, my bitches. 
I mean, Carrie Brown got something right, and that was definitely it, right? Like, yeah, I think she's an incredible quote about that. Like, maybe our best friends are soulmates. You said the dog thing, and truly, like, my dog is probably one of the most profound soulmates I've ever had, and he's my dog. Yeah. So, for sure. But I would love to just like share a little bit about kind of how. I can start to categorize or how we can start to think about the different types of soulmates. Yeah. In hopes that maybe that will conceptualize. So we kind of understand soulmates as like these relationships that maybe transcend space and time and feel a little extraordinary. I really see them in like four main categories. And the first thing I'll say is how I came to this was I've done thousands of intuitive readings for people. It's part of what I do in my work. And I was seeing people come in with all of these different types of relationships, relationship struggles, and using the tools available, it became clear that not all relationships are created equally. Mm -hmm. And so these kind of categories, so to speak, began to define themselves as I was working one-on-one with people. So the first is this idea of like a soul tie or like Mm. soul tie, right? Those are just like your people that, there's a sense of familiarity with, and the interaction with these types of connections might be very fast and it might not be super profound or have a lot of depth or length to it, but there is this deep sense of like familiarity. And, and, you know, I, I personally have the belief that souls travel together, almost like homeroom as a kid, you know, like mm. there's like kind of pod and like, we like to move through lifetimes with souls that are familiar because maybe we're working on the same stuff or there's, there's some sort of familiarity there. And that's kind of what I think about as like this soul tie or this like journey mate. There's like, Oh yeah, I've seen you before. Like, yeah. Does that make sense? 1000%. But I also believe, I believe, I believe that sometimes the soul ties that you have are not with people that are necessarily good for you. Oh, for sure. Like you can have a soul tie with like a fuck boy that like you fucked around with plenty of times in multiple lifetimes that you needed to learn how to get away from. Right. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. I know you do. I know you do. (laughs) All that intuition comes naturally to you. So we're going to get like super woo woo for a second and then we'll kind of like come back. So past life soulmates, right? These are typically like souls that you feel like, oh, we've done this thing together before. Like there's, um, we see this a lot in like family relationships or like really usually like kind of more profound relationships in our life where you're like, oh yeah, like I, we've been here, done that. We've worked some stuff out before. And there's that like deeper level of familiarity. Then there's this other category of like a karmic partner. And so those are people that are really in your life, souls and soulmates that are really in your life for a reason. There's a there's like a very significant reason why they come in and they might not stay for a long time. But I think about this as maybe you're like, you know, you're driving down the street, heaven forbid, and you get into a really bad car accident or something. And maybe that car accident causes you to go to the doctor and you go to the doctor and they're like, oh my gosh, if you would have come in three weeks later, we wouldn't have found this thing that we can like treat because Mm. you're now. Perhaps the other driver of the car was that karmic soulmate. They were here to kind of jolt you into something, correct you on your path, or there's a really profound reason why that interaction has happened. Mm. That's a deep one. 
but you may not ever have like a one-on-one interaction with that person. Right. They're just there to like, or you like, or you might, I just gave one example. Yeah. But there's just like a, there's a turning point. There's a click. There's something that they're meant to inspire or catalyze or shift in you that can be profound. It could take months or years to like work that thing out. Or it can be as simple as the example that I gave. Because I'm thinking about times in my life where I've had moments in my life, some of the biggest moments in my life and the biggest shifts that I've taken career wise or just like personally have come from people that I only had very short interactions with. Like somebody who was like, I think that you need to meet this person because you guys would really get like hit it off. And it could be somebody that I just met. I remember the way that I met, found my modeling agency was I was at an event for the U.N., I met this woman. She was like, you need to meet this person. Put us on email. Never saw her again. We never spoke again. And I had an extensive modeling career. How I met my TV hosting coach was this woman who I had met one time in person was like, you need to meet with Barbara Abel, whose podcast I was also on. You guys should listen to it if you want to be a TV host. But she's like an on-camera trainer. And she was like, you need to meet her and put us on email. And I never saw this woman again. I think that is what you're talking about. 1000%. Yes, absolutely. That is it. And those soulmates are just as profound as any sort of like romantic type that we might have. And you could also see how that translates to dating, right? Where you're dating someone and you're like, oh, like maybe you move across the country to like, to go be with this person that you think you're going to be like, you're happily ever after. And then you're like, you know, like, Maybe the relationship didn't work out, but maybe it was just meant that I was supposed to be in this city. And so like that was what I needed to plant myself here. So that's exactly exactly what you're speaking of. Bestie, I don't know about you, but when I am feeling anxious, when I'm feeling stressed, okay, more stressed than blessed, it is really hard for me to get my mind on anything else. And getting in the mood is even more difficult when you have a ton on your mind. So if you're feeling a little anxious and overwhelmed, I know that these feelings can make it hard to shift gears and get yourself in that place that you need to feel sexy and fun and free. With Dipsy, you can focus on exactly what makes you feel good. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. Find stories about that intriguing coworker with a British accent. You know, we love those, babe. Or hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Dipsy also has sleep stories, wellness sessions, and now they even offer written stories. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash cami. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash cami. Dipsystories.com slash cami. Okay, free your mind. Go get your freak on. But let's get back to the podcast. What do you think about like deja vu when it comes to these kinds of things? And it's so funny. That's like one of the things I wanted to say for this, like, it's, it can definitely be a indication that there's something deeper going on. So that those like quick flashes, 
but also, you know, sometimes you're like in like you have sisters. Mm-hmm. There's like times where you're in those relationships with your siblings. You're like, I feel more like your grandmother than your sister, or yeah. you feel more like my dad than you do my sister. Yes, and that's a really interesting thing too because you're playing out dynamics that maybe you've done before in those relationships now and like there's kind of like this familiarity like why are you talking to me like you know like you're younger than me or whatever and you're talking to me like you're the boss of me and there's kind of something to that yeah I think I definitely think my sister Victoria was my mom in a past life because she's (laughs) she bosses me around all the time and always tells me what to do and then my sister Milan who we're only a year apart she's always saying like I never feel like you are a year apart from me. Like, I, I never feel like you're a year older than me. You feel so much older to me. So maybe I was her mom. <laughs> you know, stranger things have happened. Yeah. yeah sure. So it's interesting. We can start to, like, look at things through this lens. And then the, the type of soulmate that, like, loves to be, like, touted in this space is everybody's heard this term, like, the twin flame. Yes. Release. Have you heard that before? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. What are your thoughts about it? What do you know about it? So don't they say, well, I think everyone has a twin flame, but you only get one twin flame. Is that what it is? And like, I don't exactly know where it stems from, but it kind of reminds me of like the whole Greek mythology, like the whatever they were conjoined and then one half went somewhere else that I'm butchering the fuck out of it. But like, that's what twin flame reminds me of. It's like a flame that maybe used to be one and then parted ways. And then they're meant to find each other again in life. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's like, that is one of the concepts is that these, like this type of a relationship is really like a mirror image, right? It's like looking into your mirror and kind of like seeing your, yourself reflected back to you. But there's like so much toxic bullshit that mm. kind of has built into this like idea that, oh, I'm searching for my like, twin flame and there's only like this one person that's out here in this world that's going to complete me and I just really wanted to like dispel that myth for our besties that you're looking for this like one twin flame because personally I don't want to be in a relationship with my twin flame yeah be like super illuminating and really healing they can also be really challenging like deeply challenging perhaps like problematic in some ways, depending on like how healed and how much work either party has done. But yeah, it's yeah. an interesting concept. No, it is. Cause I've, I've had those relationships where I'm like, oh my God, this, you're this, we're the same person and you'll get in those relationships. And then you're like, as time goes on, you're like, we're the same person. Like it's a different energy. It shifts. You're like, oh shit. Like I should not be with you because we're the same. And that mirror they always say, too, about Scorpios that, like, we're the mirror to people. Like, we show people who they really are. But, like, when you think about that, sometimes you don't want to look at your reflection. Sometimes, like, I feel like I look at my reflection the most when I'm, like, bawling my eyes out and I'm looking in the mirror. Like, But, like, you know, sometimes you don't want to see what's looking back at you. And sometimes it can be scary. Like, if you're butt-ass naked in front of the mirror looking at yourself, sometimes it could be scary. You're, like, then you, it's, like, your most raw, real self. And... If you think about that in the sense of like a twin flame that holds that mirror up to you and shows you all the things that you don't like about yourself, all the things you do like, but all the things that you need to change and work on, that's a lot of pressure. A whole lot of pressure. And even that part is a lot of pressure, but also the pressure to find this one person Mm -hmm. is like 
a lot of pressure. So yeah, it's, it's super vulnerable. It can be really, really challenging. And yeah, this idea of like being naked and having to stare at yourself and <laughs> it attracts. It definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Would you say that a twin flame is typically a romantic partner? So definitely that's the context that that terminology twin flame is used the most. And that's when I've seen it is how I see it the most, because ideally like that soul is kind of, it's at the same level of like evolution as you are, so to speak. Mm. So there's quite a bit of a match there, but that's a really good question. I haven't, I'll have to check that out a little bit more and see if there's, I've ever seen, or if there's, I have to ask the that spirit if there's yeah. them. <laughs> like, Let me know what they say, child, please. <laughs> not not too much. Not too much. Wait, what's your sign, by the way? I am a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. <gasps> it's your season. I just had a birthday last week. Happy yes. birthday. We love Virgos. Relationship is a Virgo. So happy birthday to our Virgos. She really is. Yes. She is in Virgo energy. She's you know beautiful and pristine and keeps everybody on point. And she keeps it raw and real, as our, our Virgo queens love to do. <laughs> exactly. I'm a rising Virgo, so I think it just naturally comes out that way. But yes, very opinionated. But, you know, has the facts and the people who come on to back up what we're talking about here. So that's how we get by. That's how we get by without getting cussed out. Okay, so soulmates, soul ties, that's all one thing. And then twin flame is another aspect of it. Yeah, they're all kind of different like categories of the same thing and they can overlap, right? So like, uh-huh. it's not like a box that you need to put something in or you're like, oh, let me label it. But it's helpful to just kind of say like, oh, what's happening here? What are the dynamics? And there's definitely like implications for dating and relationships as it kind of pertains to these different types of soulmates. But it's just good to notice like, oh, is this someone that I'm familiar with? Or is this, is this, someone I'm meant to like learn a bigger lesson with because the truth is and I think the biggest takeaway from all of this is like not everyone that there's chemistry or familiarity with makes a good partner for you in this lifetime <laughs> your face says it all right now right yeah <laughs> we can just having visions I'm having visions really dark visions <laughs> past lives no it's true because I mean I think That's why they say like your soul lives on to learn different lessons. I think every time that it's here, like, and if you haven't learned it in this lifetime, then the next lifetime you'll learn it. And sometimes people come into your life for you to learn those lessons. And it's not always, it's not always a good experience. Like it's not always going to be a good experience. Absolutely. And there's also times where you're like, man, like I feel like this deep connection, or at least I've had these times speaking of, flashbacks and scary experiences I've had times where I feel like a deep soul connection with someone but I'm like oh my god you are a nightmare to like date or try to be in a relationship with you know like not treating me well like this relationship thing is not working and so it's important to say just because there's familiarity just because there's soul work to be done is not permission to like stay in a relationship that is not functioning as a healthy relationship yes no it's so true that's so true. What are the other types? That was it. So those are like the main four. Okay. So there's like the soul ties kind of thing, this like soul family. And then there's the past life. Mm-hmm. There's this like karmic, which is marked by like a very 
intentional purpose and reason, and then like the twin flame. Got it. Okay. So what would you say is the feeling that you get when you have met a soulmate? Familiarity, I think is like the biggest part of it. It's like, I get you, you get me. And not in like a weird stalker, like I've been following you online and like mm-hmm. not know everything about your life, but really this just deep sense of familiarity. There's usually like a sense of like safety and kind of transparency and vulnerability. It's just like, it's good vibes, you know? It's like, well, not necessarily good vibes, but it's vibes of, oh yeah, there's something here yeah. beyond what we can see, hear, taste, taste, touch, smell. Like there's something else happening. Yeah, and guys, I think this is a little bit, different what Angelica is talking about is a little bit different than being wasted in the bathroom at like Delilah and meeting a girl that you just shared a tampon with and had a five hour long conversation with at the sink like we're talking <laughs> we're talking about other experiences we're not gonna knock the bathroom encounters with like people that we are convinced after one too many shots of tequila are our soulmates like yes, yes. and they're done that yes <laughs> everybody's only in the woman's bathroom Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've met so many. I've met so many incredible girls. And then we're like, we're going to go to brunch. And then I never see them again. And it's been 10 years. The brunch has never happened. The brunch has never occurred. But, you know, we love that. We love that. Okay. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I know what you're talking about. As far as the familiarity, I've had that. I want to say with romantic partners, I've had that three times, three solid times. One more recently, well, more recently is, I mean, relative, who fucking knows? So what is time, right? It was, but the feeling that I got was like, it felt like I felt it like in my gut. It was like a woo. And it wasn't even, I hadn't even talked to the person and it wasn't like a physical thing. It was like a, it felt like a, like a body thing. Like it felt like I was literally being like, pushed or something I don't know how to describe it but I was like this is there's something happening that is really profound because what you're touching on is what they call like the clairs which are your intuitive senses right we've heard of like clairvoyant but there's these intuitive senses clairvoyant clairaudient clairsentient and basically those are the ways that we receive and perceive intuitive or energy information Mm. so we're describing like, oh, I felt it in my body. I felt it in my core. That's a very like clear sentient experience, which is like clear feeling. My guess in hearing that is you probably feel a lot of body sensations. So if oh, you're. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been feeling sensations, girl. Me and my girl, Claire, we feel all the sensations. You know, when I'm out of that, um, <laughs> we love, you know, whatever. <laughs> But yeah, there's probably like when, when you're like really nervous about something, do you feel that very like strongly in your body? Yeah, exactly. I like, I, what, what is it called when you feel it, when you feel the things? Claire sentient. I'm clear sentient. All right. Very much so. If I'm tired, if I'm stressed, whatever it is, my whole body like shuts down. If I get into an argument with somebody that I really care about, for like two days, I have to just be in the bed, like resting because I just, I feel, I feel so much. This sounds so like emo girl, but like, I feel so much that sometimes I'm like, do other people feel 
as much as I do. And then I talk to other water signs and they're like, yes. I talk to other empaths and they're like, yes. But sometimes I feel it's almost like too much, too heavy. Like, and I take on other people's. I have been in the car driving down the street. I remember, I will not forget. It was a few months ago. This girl at the bus stop, she wasn't even crying. Nothing was happening. I just looked at her and I instantly like wanted to cry. I was like, oh my God, like whatever she's dealing with, I'm now dealing with and I need to get the fuck out of this red light so that I can go home and like take a shower. And that's another thing I do a lot is shower because when situations like this happen, like I just feel like I have to, it's a very water sign energy. I just feel like I need to be in water and like cleanse it away. Yes. Oh, that's so, that's so, number one, it's beautiful that you have the awareness, right? Like that's the first step. And for a long time before my intuitive gifts really like came online, I was walking through the world like that and it was taking me out. Mm-hmm. And I forget, like my mentor was like, listen, you are really talented at this work, but unless you get this boundaries part right, and unless you learn to do a better job of energetic hygiene and maintenance, you won't be able to serve this way because every time you drive past a bus stop, it's going to take you out mm. of the game. Mm. So definitely for you that you're like such an empath. Yes. All of the water stuff, but truly just being such an intuitive person like you are energetic boundaries is going to be so important so that you're not taking all of that on all mm. the way. And you're not just walking through the world as like an open sponge for people's shit. Girl, I feel like SpongeBob. Sad SpongeBob <laughs> half the time. I'm just like, God damn it. Like, I don't, sometimes I don't want it. Sometimes I don't want it. Sometimes it's nice when you're around people that like fill you up and make you feel, you know, really like lively and excited. But then sometimes like too much down, 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 too much sad, sad, sad. She cannot take too much angry, too much. Like, I cannot, I cannot. Me and We're my Clarecentia. Clarecentia. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. That's the that's Cammy right. special right there. Yeah. I think that's my drag name. <laughs> We've mentioned. I yeah. mean, th- this is complete. We've yes. all had to get to, yeah. But definitely some good grounding and boundaries is going to be helpful for that. You know, it's the same thing. Like you walk into a room or whatever and you can like feel the energy of the room or the mm-hmm. people in there. Like, oh my God, I have got to get out of here. Like immediately, like I, you, you feel it in your body, like almost like your skin. Yes. This cross- get me out yeah all the time all the time those are senses girl but i don't know the spirits don't be talking to me thank god i don't need anybody else talking to me i don't know how you do it <laughs> i don't need anybody else talking boundaries is how you do it boundaries is how you do it oh god okay so yes yeah, so i feel okay the familiarity sometimes you'll feel it in your body sometimes you'll feel it you know if you feel it in your other you know your under beyonders i think that's a different kind of feeling not the same i'm assuming could be could be be. you know we're not judging and they left on you last lifetime right that's true they might have left 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 a lasting impression that's so funny uh, there's also this like the i mean i didn't expect to tie this in but clairvoyant right like where you're like oh i've seen this like i've seen this before or like you look familiar but Mm. i've never seen your face before those can all kind of be signs that there's something else going on and paying attention to how you feel that resonance is also going to be a really good indicator of how you receive intuitive and energetic information for yourself. I love that. Well, we asked our listeners 
if they believe in soulmates, of course. And 73% said yes. 27% said no, which if not, I wonder why. Hmm. Maybe because they haven't met one yet. But when we ask them, do you believe that you've met your soulmates? Because we, you know, it's plural is an option. 47% said yes and 53% said no. So maybe some of those from the past one just haven't experienced it yet. Or I wonder if they're just thinking of it through like this very narrow definition and maybe this context of hearing that there's like different types of soulmates and we can have different like human relationships with them beyond romantic might people might have a different understanding after kind of hearing it a little bit differently. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. We ask people who in your life do you believe is your soulmate? We have a few people saying my best friend. Someone said, my my best friend, soulmates are meant for besties. No man will ever understand me on that level. <laughs> I get that. Somebody said, my fiance, we met and were engaged within three months. Feels like 10 years and it's been one and a half years. Wow. Could be okay. a past life, past life connection. Yeah. Someone said, my partner. Someone said, a girl I met at school. We always had a weird connection and now at 31. Oh, oh, she, she elaborated in the DM. Hold on. I got it. I got it. I got to check. But first, I want to read some more. Someone said, my mates, my sister, my partner. Someone said their twin brother. What do you think about twins as far as like soulmates, twin flame energy? Like there, there's there got to be something with that. I mean, the writing is kind of on the wall with that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, twin flames and twins is probably a pretty big indicator. Those are definitely like souls that are very closely tied yeah (laughs) yeah I feel like it's too about twins and like their their psychic or intuitive connection yes very wild stuff yes I my youngest sisters are twins and I wonder if you are born a twin like there's no way you haven't experienced life with this person every single time every (laughs) single time you've been here they've been attached to your hip in some way I think it's like you could not get it right with them in the last, like the last time. And then finally you guys were like, oh, we're just going to force ourselves to get <gasps> it right. Coming in as twins this time. So we like have such a deep connection that we have to work out our shit together. That just blew my fucking mind. And I'm going to call my sisters after this and tell them that. And they're going to be like, shut up. You're so <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's true. I think it's true. Oh, someone said that they used to think that they found their soulmate and then they got married. <laughs> well, 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 that. <laughs> I mean, that happens there. I mean, I think I think there are people I think when we think about soulmates in the sense that you were talking about, that most people see it when the relationship doesn't work out, you're either like, oh, I guess they weren't my soulmate or I guess I'm never going to find my soulmate. But the reality is that you can have multiple soulmates and sometimes, too, I think we force soulmate on people. I think we force people to be our soulmates, even though it's not giving. It might not, it might not be that deep. Yeah. It might not be that deep. But be it's like deep. having context, right, was like, I found, like, I thought I found my soulmate and then I got married. It's like, okay, having this understanding can really go a long way in helping us maybe, like, heal from those connections that felt really profound and like didn't pan out the way our logical linear brain thought they should. And it's like, okay, maybe if I look at this from a different perspective, well, maybe was there some like really big lessons that I learned in this relationship that were fundamental to the evolution of my soul or 
whatever it might be, like having this kind of a lens on it can hopefully offer some healing too yeah. around things that didn't work out and you can see purpose in them regardless. Yeah. I will say my last relationship, I felt like he was my twin flame. We've had so much in common. We were so similar in so many ways, but then different in many, many ways. But after the relationship ended, I learned so much about myself, about relationships. Like I felt like I really took something away, even though the relationship didn't last. And things that I would have never learned how had I not met this person and had that relationship not happened and ended, I wouldn't be the person that I am now functioning in relationships the way that I am now if it were if it wasn't for that. And it wasn't even just about the heartbreak. It was about the good times, too, and about like the lessons and things that you learn with someone. I think, yeah, reframing it sometimes, especially when relationships end or they don't end up the way that you thought they were going to, that at the end of the day, you you learn something hopefully. And that's such a beautiful awareness, Kimmy. Like we don't, sometimes we don't know what to ask for. We don't know what to ask God for. We don't know what to ask the universe for until we've like seen it in Mm -hmm. somewhere. It's like, oh, you don't, maybe the relationship didn't work out, but I never knew that I actually really needed somebody that had this quality or showed up for me this way. And that could be like a huge part of the reason, like you said, it's like, oh, I learned so much about what I wanted in this relationship that I know to take forward and to like ask for and to look for moving forward is just as profound as the shitty parts. Right. Exactly. I mean, some people are just shit. And so, you can't... Some are definitely just fuck with. Yeah. But sometimes <laughs> you can learn valuable lessons. There's valuable things to be learned. Let's see. Okay. Someone said, hi, I believe that my best friend, Elijah, is definitely one of my soulmates. We share the same birthday, August 20th. I'm just a year older than he is. We were both born within the same time frame, though. He was born at 11.17 p.m. and I was born at 11.53. Our astrology charts are damn near the same as well. I'm a Leo sun, Virgo cusp, Cancer moon, Taurus rising. He's a Leo sun with a Virgo cusp, Scorpio moon, Taurus rising. And we both have a Virgo mercury. We understand each other like no other. We share the same passions, dreams, personality, etc., We can literally look at each other and know what the other is thinking. He's literally the brother I never had. And I have actual brothers. (laughs) He has literally made my life so much better. And I love him so much. Also, I really love you, Cammie, and this podcast. Thank you so much. First of all, how many times you said literally in this lets me know that this is literally your soulmate. (laughs) This is true. We definitely believe you, sis, because conviction in which you gave us all the details Yes. Spot on. Spot on. Oh, oh my God. I love that. Okay. This person says, hi, Cammie. I'm sending this in regards to your post about who we think is our soulmate. I recently just got married to mine and we both actually believe we're soulmates. Although we've been judged because we're 15 years apart, that just never stopped us because we just knew that we were meant to be together. We're best friends, have similar goals in life. We bring out the best in each other. We've been so comfortable since day one when we met as coworkers. We shared such a deep emotional connection. We've never felt this way with anyone ever. We don't judge each other. We support each other. And can you believe in the four years that we've been together, we have never had a fight? Never. I swear. Sometimes I feel like it's just too good to be true. We're completely happy with each other. We know nothing could ever come between us. I'm crying as I'm writing this because it's insane. We didn't go look for each other. I know the universe brought us together. 
Aww. That's so sweet. You've never had a fight, not even about him leaving the cap off the toothpaste or, you know, leaving the toilet seat up or not putting the, t- the toilet paper roll back on, you know? Never? Maybe both of you are sent from Jesus. <laughs> Maybe you're actually just angels. And... <laughs> We have to come do this earth thing together and we're like we'll hang out together in the meantime yes yes wow. four years out of fight yes crazy and she and i have the same birthday hey scorpio twin love that okay someone says i believe soulmates are your friends those who accept you through years and years and who you can be 100 percent yourself with it can be romantic family or platonic but there's a feeling you get when you're with them that's just like bitch you're my soulmate these are people whose presence lights up your heart. That's so mm-hmm. true. That's so real. Oh, somebody said, I don't believe in soulmates. I believe two people fall in love and work at their relationship and grow together. Saying the word soulmates makes it seem like you're bonded to each other and love shouldn't be that. People are growing, evolving every day. Who you thought was your soulmate 10 years ago might not be your soulmate now. Love shouldn't be defined that way. I've been married for four years. I don't think of my husband as my soulmate. I think of him as my partner that I am in love with, growing with. I mean, I get that perspective. I understand it. But I think that's thinking of soulmates in a very specific sense of it can only be your romantic partners. Because I'm sure if I were to ask this person, is your best friend, could your best friend be your soulmate? Or could your cat be your soulmate? Could your mom be your soulmate? They'd be like, oh my God, yes. But when we think of it as romantic partners... Maybe not. And like we were talking about, why do you think why do you think so many people don't end up with their soulmate as like a romantic partner or a soulmate as a romantic partner? Well, number one, I think not everybody comes to a relationship like as their authentic self, you know, Mm -hmm. like I think there's a lot of people who come to relationships, not everyone, of course, obviously, there's a lot of people that come to relationships because they feel like it's the right thing to do or what it's what they're supposed to want or they're kind of maybe like playing a role to be in the context of that relationship. And it's hard to find someone who is genuinely like connected mm. to you when you're not super vulnerable with them or you're not being like your full authentic self with them. So maybe that's one of the reasons. I mean, I would even argue that like if you are marrying someone and you're in this journey of committing to like growth and evolution, whatever that looks like, that person is a form of a soulmate for you. Mm. Like no matter what, they're contributing to the evolution of your soul, to the growth of your soul, you're learning lessons with them. But that does take a bit of a commitment. It takes, like she said, like, you know, I I was listening to that question and I was hearing like, yeah, you guys are committed to like your growth individually and together. Like that is the mark of a soulmate, that is what this is about, is like someone that you're choosing to do this journey with or that you've done this journey with before. And yeah, I don't know if that answers the question, but I think bringing authenticity to the relationship is really important. And if you're not, it's really hard to be met with a partner that is truly a match for that deep part of you that's your soul. Yeah, I think I think there's just, when you hear the word soulmate, I think people put too much pressure on it. Because sometimes a soulmate isn't necessarily somebody who every single time you're having a dark time, you have to. It's not it's not like a 
you're not a pest to this person. You're not like a parasite to this person. You're not feeding off of this person's soul and energy to be able to live. That's not what this is. I think it's more of this is the person that you are meant to meet to learn things about yourself and learn things about the world and dating and friendship and family. And like that to me is what a soulmate is. It's not somebody who like I you have to be next to me all the time because you're my soulmate. Like and I can't lose you because you're my soulmate. Because if we think of your life having had multiple soulmates in it, then it takes it alleviates some of that pressure from the other person. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, that you've said it perfectly. That's just what I think, you know, but what the fuck do I know? I don't yeah. be talking to the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> they gave you a podcast all about relationships. So you got to know something. That's true. But I did make it up myself. So, you know, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I hired myself. I gave myself the permission. I was like, you know what? You, you go ahead. You go ahead and do it. I hired in-house. But I just think, I don't know. I get the perspective and I get the people who are probably listening who are like eye rolling like, ah, bullshit, bullshit. But like, why are we here? Like, why are we on this earth if not to? And why do we make these connections? And why? Because like sometimes, you know, very deep Scorpio emo girl. Sometimes I'm like, when people pass, like, you know, when you have people who are close to you in life and like they pass away, like even when my dog died not that long ago, I was just like, why the fuck do we have these connections? Why do we love? Why do we have any of these things if one day we might lose them? And when you have a breakup, it's like, why do I even fucking bother being in a relationship if one day it may not work out and I may not have this person and I'm going to feel this way? I never want to feel this way again. And sometimes when you think about like, why do we have these connections? It's because that's what keeps us. That's what keeps us going. Like, that's what keeps us fulfilled and living life and like I I don't know that is the whole point we're here to connect we're here to help each other learn we're here as souls on a journey to like ascend to understand ourselves better to learn things and we do that in relationship with other people and there's varying layers and types of these relationships and by embracing the fact that not everybody who is meant to contribute to our life in a meaningful way is going to be our spouse for eternity and is like, okay, that just gives us so much permission to find fulfillment outside of and beyond just that narrowly defined context of romantic relationships. Amen, sis. Amen. (laughs) Can you let our audience know where they can find you? Yes. So I am at Angelica Ray on Instagram. You can find me on my website, www.angelicaray.com, and it's R-A-Y. I'm guessing it will be maybe in the show notes, but A-N-D-E. Okay, there we go. So it'll be in the show notes. I do Monday messages, so if you're looking for a little bit of guidance as you start the week, that's a really cool way to connect. You can get some quick downloads and information that way. And I am so excited to connect with all of you, and I would love to hear your feedback. So Come hang out with me on the page. I would love to keep this dialogue about soulmates going beyond this conversation. Yes, girl. You know that people want to talk about it. They're going to have many thoughts and be rushing to your DMs with with their situations. Be like, do you believe that this is my soulmate? Yes or no. Can you tell if somebody has met their soulmate? 
So it's really cool. When I do readings for people, I can pretty easily read the energy of the relationship. So I can see like, what is the purpose of the relationship? What layer is the relationship working on? Like, you know, how, like, not how deep is it, but like, what is it trying to heal or what is the purpose of the relationship? I can see a lot about the path of the relationship and like, there's just all kinds of really cool stuff that can happen in a reading around relationships. So, and they can get readings through your website. Yes. 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 You can learn more about my work and book a one-on-one session with me through my website. There we go, y'all. You better book a session, but not about that fuck boy because you know that's not your soulmate. Do about somebody legit, okay? Save your money until you have somebody good. Please. Don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass me. If you need to be told that he's a fuck boy like one more time, yeah. you come over gladly, you know, your good Virgo sis yes. will tell you in a loving but direct way. Shout out to my Cancer Moon. Yes. Oh. He's a fuck boy. There we go. There we go. Angelica, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.